0: Welcome into our lives. And welcome to the Expanders Club podcast.
1: We're so happy to have you.
0: Join us as we embark on a journey of deep exploration, soul searching, and asking the hard questions.
1: With the goal of truly understanding the most aligned,
0: empowered, and purposeful versions of ourselves. We want to live an extraordinary life, and we're willing to dig deep to find out what it takes. Buckle up, you're about to
1: meet a new version of yourself. An extraordinary one. Hello. hello, hello, ma'am. How are you? Oh, you know, pretty well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm on a little bit of like a energetic roller coaster at the moment. Like a, feeling a little tired today, but um, we had our first Expanders Club meeting last night, and it was incredible. Um, And for for those of you who don't know, Expanders Club actually started as this idea around a community. And we've kicked off a community with eight incredible women. And we met for the first time last night. It took a little extra energy for me because like no one knows. I I know everyone, but no one else knows each other. So like that first, you know, and it's over Zoom. So there's the delay. You're not in person. um, But it's a little extra energy for me just like filling the awkward moments um <laughs> a, a bunch of people meeting for the first time um but it was really cool it was really fun people like freaking showed up and you know bared their heart which is what it's all about going deep and supporting each other and something that i that i've been working up to for a while so it felt really good Felt amazing good to have the on the books yeah oh
0: those th- they're so powerful love that a safe space for people to share. So inspirational. Yeah, thank you. Have you, are you feeling recovered from Cabo? Good God, I cannot drink anymore. And (laughs) that is just the truth. I mean, you know, and people will learn soon, I'm not a big drinker anymore. This party girl does not do this anymore. And we really push the boat out. I mean, a bachelorette in Cabo you've kind of just got to lean in and push.
1: For... First of all, pushed the boat out. I have never heard that expression and I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's one. That's, um, you know, you get the gist, right? You know, push the boat out. I get you it. Push the boat out. And <laughs> it went out far and it was not easy to bring back in. It and then you got lit
1: that shit on fire. <laughs>
0: that shit blew up. It got out of control. It was so fun it was just one of those times where you just let loose you don't care had a great time and felt absolutely shocking the next day but this (laughs) isn't this has been a i mean this has been a three to four day struggle
1: recovery yeah
0: yeah you're not in your 20s anymore babe I'm not in my 20s anymore. That's like a once a year ordeal. I tell you what, it's just not it anymore. So yeah, safe to say I've been struggling to get my head in the game. I've been forcing myself to get up and do movement in the mornings and get back into it. I'm hoping I'll be human again tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was all worth it. Bachelorette party for your roomie and BFF, like oh. in Cabo, you got to let loose, you know, you kind of go into it knowing it's going to be, it's going to be what it is.
0: You know, I would only like a do wild this time for Alicia of all people. Yeah. It was so good. And the Aussie girls came over from Australia for it. Like that's dedication. You know, I'm sure I can get involved. Love that. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we should get into it.
1: Yes. So excited for this one
0: our like, first guest our first Enough guest is... and well, i mean we've just inc- been cr- rambling you the two of us it's time <laughs> to bring someone else in bring some more excitement in
1: yes and eric is incredible um he's someone that i've been working with for a few months and has changed my life the information he shared um and that's why we wanted to bring him in as numero uno to give you guys mm. a glimpse into what he does and how the information he can share and provide like really can be a game changer. And he's just a gem of a human too,
0: isn't he? He's a good person. He has great energy. As soon as you meet him, you just feel like so lit up and want to listen to him because he's so educated in his field. And he's done this for a long time. And so interesting the way he combines, and I'll go into this, astrology, human design, numerology, gene keys and astrocartography, which, I mean, I hadn't heard of half of those, but the way <laughs> that he explains it and researched each of these uh, modalities for you as an individual, he looks at yours and finds your blueprint, Your he calls it your operating agreement. And this is like helping you find your life purpose and your – you know, where you should be at in your career, your relationships, help with money or so much direction based around all of these, bringing them all together.
1: Yeah. And we touch on, um, you know, astrology is the one that I'm most comfort comfortable in or have the best understanding of. And so we touch a little bit more on that than the other modalities. But in this episode, we get into some things that you guys may not have heard of. The Chiron, the North Node, the South Node, a couple of things that have just been for me like massively awakening to understand what those are, what those look like in my own blueprint, what they mean, and, you know, how to work through them. And a lot of it is just like really validating. It's, it's like, who couldn't use an operating manual to get through life? Like, hell, I could have used, like, I needed this about 20 years ago. You know, how how much easier could things have been? Um, but I'm getting it now. And I guess that's what the universe, when the universe thinks I needed it the most. So, here we are, but um really excited to share his skills with with all of you.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Get into it, guys. There's a lot to learn, a lot to learn. I certainly learned a lot, and I'm going to be learning a lot when I meet with him next weekend.
1: Ooh, you have to keep us posted on all, all the things that you learn.
0: <laughs> I hope he tells me all the things I want to hear.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Without further ado, here is Eric from The Unlock Method. We hope you guys enjoy this one. Enjoy. Hello.
2: Wow. The hair, book. The, <laughs> the pink hair is freaking incredible.
1: She's here. She's here. She's
2: here. The She's Aquarian back. Age Brooke is in the house.
1: Dude, I am so ready and I'm so giddy for this upcoming transition.
2: I love it. Well, we're right on time because the, the big transition of Pluto into Aquarius is happening today and tomorrow, this weekend, so it's couldn't be more perfectly timed.
1: Yes, can you? And so this episode will be coming out a few weeks after this this big transition, but can you tell us a little bit about it?
2: Of course. So, um, this is one of the biggest transits in all of astrology that's happening for our generation. Pluto is a generational planet. It takes 248 years to go around to transit around the Zodiac. So it has now been, yeah, I know it's been in, so it's been in Capricorn for the last 15 years. So what Pluto is, Pluto is the archetypes of power, sex, death, rebirth, transformation, intimacy. Ultimately, what it does is it shows us our fears. It shows us where we are blocked. It shows us our um, our trauma, our ca- our karma, our karma. So ultimately, what it's doing is allowing us to step into our full power. So we've just been dealing with that in Capricorn for the last fifteen years. Um, it is moving, yeah.
1: Dude, wait. Let's stop there for a second because okay. what the fuck has been going on the last for me probably the last five years or so but what Mm -hmm. can can you just like validate for a second some of the things people might have been feeling so that we can just take a moment and feel good about what we're leaving behind
2: 100 percent. so macro for in the macro because it it will affect us all collectively and there will be macro themes but it will also affect us in the micro and on the individual based on our own chart and where that shows up but on the macro it's Um, Capricorn rules like power structures, government, business, finance. So as we've seen over the last 15 years, because it started in 2008 when it was the start of that recession and financial crash. um, And obviously, as we've been seeing over the last 15 years, so much turmoil in terms of uh, governments and people being unhappy with the government and systems that we used to have such faith in have been questioned. So those are the themes on the macro. Also in in macro in our own lives, it's like, what are the structures and the foundations of our life? And are they working or are they not working? You know, for me personally, I have a Capricorn moon and I have it right on my IC, which is the point in the chart, which is like um, also related to the emotions, inner world foundations, ancestry family. And so it's been 15 years of kind of a review of all of those things so it's been it's been wild it's been wild yeah
1: yes it's gotten intense and my understanding if i'm correct is we're heading into like a lighter energy yeah. and, and i feel it all already i feel yes. like i mean you know i've been doing a lot of work the past year i think a lot of us have but it already feels lighter and like mm-hmm. like you can just take a little bit of a breath like the weight of the world isn't exactly on your shoulders or your back as much anymore
2: yes 100 capricorn is ruled by saturn which is also quite a heavy placement saturn is um karma time lessons discipline mastery so it was it check, was a check, heavy check. transit check. it was a very <laughs> yeah. heavy transit and it really peaked in 2020 when there was a saturn pluto conjunction and so that's why i say 15 years but also in the last five years has also been particularly intense because that's when we saw the start of the COVID pandemic. And then truly yeah. like all of the issues that we were already dealing with were amplified times a hundred because of
1: yeah. the universe right was there. like, Oh shit, I only have a few more years to like really hammer home these lessons for you guys.
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we are overdrive. at the cusp. Yeah, we are in the cusp right now of coming into Pluto and Aquarius, which will be a lot later. Aquarius is an air sign automatically that's less heavy than a saturn ruled earth sign um it's also co-ruled by uranus which is like innovation pro- um progressive energy creativity inspiration so it will be it will be more interesting and it will be lighter it could be quite wild it could be quite a wild ride as we're already seeing with all of these beautiful um, you know, individual expressions that we're seeing with the pink hair and everything that's happening. Like, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna be super interesting. Yeah.
1: Yes. I think it feels like an exciting time for the curious, the free, the people, those willing to challenge the norms and the people who've done 100%. who've done the work or done some of the work and are ready to show up and do more.
2: Yeah, 100%, that couldn't be more spot on. Yeah. This is it
0: guys, this is our year. This is
2: our that. year. Well, Maddie, I you know being the good Virgo uh, sun, Virgo Mercury Capricorn that I am, I have both of your your blueprints pulled up and was taking a look at oh. them before the recording, <laughs> and. Maddie, you're, you're a Aquarius rising with an Aquarius north node. So this transit will profoundly impact you in a really beautiful way. Like all of these Aquarian energies and archetypes that you have within you um, will be even more amplified. So um, exciting time for, for you personally. i waiting as well. for this moment. Yeah.
0: My yeah. life is about to take a turn for the best. Well,
2: yeah.
1: and that actually is kind of the energy, or at least the, the work that I've been doing and what's been showing up for me is like, hey, everything before has built, been building up to this and has mm-hmm. been giving you the lessons, the strength, the, the courage, the knowing to really be mm-hmm. grounded in who you are and where yeah. you want to go. Because now mm-hmm. it's like, we're off to the races, baby.
2: 100%. And that's, that's why I do the work that I do. You know what I mean? My whole part of my whole modus operandi is that I really want people to find who they uniquely are on an individual authentic level, find their unique purpose and so they can live in alignment, live in joy with confidence and and kind of move forward in that way. So
1: yeah and let's back let's back up a little bit eric because i one i'm so excited for you and maddie to connect and for you to share your gifts with maddie um but to share you with our community and like honestly i tell anyone who is willing to have a spiritual conversation with me i tell them about you so if your ears are ever ringing it's hi it's me it's me it's me talking about i
2: appreciate i so appreciate it and I've connected with a few of your your people, your community, your friends already, and they've all just been such incredible people as well. So, yeah.
1: Thank you. Well, you yeah. and I have been working together for a few months, and mm-hmm. so for, for those listening that are new to Eric and his work, Eric is the founder of The Unlock Method. I'll let him fully describe it, but mm-hmm what I would say about my journey and my time with Eric is Eric and his work, we've been working together for a few months and it has, it has opened me up in a very different way. One that I was excited for, knew I needed, but had no idea where to find it. Um, it has given validation to ex for me to explore my true self. It's given me a bit of a roadmap to start that exploration. And it is just like, Cracked me open in ways that I, no work I've ever done before has. Mm. Um, and it's been incredible. And it's just so, it's, it's really empowering mm. um, what you do for people. So can you, can we start there? And can you share a little bit yeah, about what the Unlock course. Method is and, and what it is that you do?
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, those words. It's really beautiful and meaningful. I, I appreciate that. And um, to be honest, it, it started because this is what I needed. You know what i mean i i it started because i was so intensely curious about myself and my life and how to um find alignment and flow and empowerment and self-love and so this whole journey started because it was medicine that i needed as well so i call myself an alignment coach um what that entails is i work with people one-on-one i i do work with um you know, people in relationships or groups, sometimes business partners as well. Um, but I combine a couple different modalities mainly. I combine astrology, human design, numerology, gene keys, astrocartography. Those are sort of the core modalities that I work with. Um, what I do is I meet with somebody beforehand. I talk with them. I ask them, What's going on in their life currently? What are they looking for clarity on? Are they looking for more clarity on life purpose, relationships, um, money, career, all of these things that we all want? And so what I then do is go and do research into their blueprint across all of these different modalities. And and really what I'm doing is I'm looking for patterns. I'm looking for patterns, Mm -hmm. energies, and archetypes that show up across all of them. And i've found it to be most powerful when you combine all of these modalities together and don't get me wrong i love astrology on its own i love human design on its own i have found personally and then in my work it's such an incredible amount of impact if we can validate it and cross-reference it across all of these different modalities
1: yes and that was what interested me in the first place um, yeah. you know you hear tidbits from astrology from human design from numerology is a newer one to me and so mm-hmm. maybe we can get into that in a little bit sure. and explain um, to the audience and and Maddie what that is but you really pull them all together like you are a master of your craft it's like you're you. it's it's so interesting it's like this like symphony that you're seeing and conducting while you're sharing this information and like, how the hell, because astrology on its own is a huge, vast thing to learn, human design on its own, all of those things are not just like, cool, let me spend a few hours studying this, read a few books, and I got it. Like, Mm -hmm. you could spend a lifetime in any single one of those. So Mm -hmm. what was your path to this? How have you mastered this? Like, how, how has this all come together for you?
2: I love that question. Um... Couple, couple of different answers to that. First of all, I've been doing it for. I've been researching these modalities, um, and learning about them myself for, like around t- twenty five or so years. Very, yeah. very, very long time spent researching. So them since and birth, about basically. I, 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 I think <laughs> you, I look. You
1: look like you're about twenty six. So. I know, I like, but
2: <laughs> I'm older. I'm older than both of you. I'm thirty nine. I'm an eighty four baby. Yeah. Ah, wow. Well, yeah. So Still, that is.
1: That's yeah. still a very early, like, that's a lot of time in what I think is still a short life
0: to be. One hundred
2: percent. And again, the funniest thing is this is all validated in my own blueprint with my Sagittarius south node, yeah. which is the eternal seeker, somebody that wants to understand the world. So I've been studying these modalities for a very, very long time. Um, the other thing I would say to that is that I've 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 always had the ability to synthesize sort of large swaths of information and kind of boil them down into something that's clear and and Mm -hmm. understandable um the other thing i would say about that is it's it's i view it's it's a combination of logic and left brain and right brain sort of creativity uh, emotion tapped in spirituality and it's the synthesis of those two things that i think allows me to really tap in and help people because it's not only just looking at the patterns And the left brain logic part of it, I also am tapping into my intuition and right brain and intuitively channeling in um, downloads, questions, things that I see in the chart to bring up for people that helps again with clarity and illumination. So,
1: yeah, I love that. And that feels that feels very true, but how did you, it's not like you graduated high school and you were like, all right, cool, I'm off to learn astrology and human design and numerology so that someday I can create this business. Like, how did you get, like, what is, what was your human experience to get to Mm. this
2: place? I love that. Um, Again, this all started because it was medicine that I needed. So this was a Mm -hmm. journey of, of trying to understand myself. Um, the people around me and the world around me. So it, it's something that I've been always inherently naturally and curious about. Um, so I was I was reading it and researching it on my own. But I did live like a somewhat um, traditional human experience journey to get here. You know, went to college, joined a fraternity after college. Oh, my God. Work, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, listen, I wasn't necessarily your most typical frat boy, but like... <laughs> I was, you know, I did the things. And again, it's so funny because this is all in my blueprint. Like that I am, co- mm-hmm. like I was living out old patterns from previous lifetimes and just ingrained for me in early this lifetime, like to do the traditional path. So joined a fraternity after college, moved to New York and worked in finance for a couple of years after college. And it, it got to the, it got to the point where, I was in New York and I ha- it was a it was a really it was a great job. It was a great job that 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 paid well and all of these things and on paper everything was great. But my inner knowing, my soul was like this this is not aligned for me. This is not proper for mm-hmm. me. I don't feel fulfilled doing this and I cannot see myself doing this work or living my life in an unexamined way, unilluminated way, unaligned way for the next 30 40 50 60 years you know yeah. yeah and so i made a very hard conscious decision to leave that version of my life behind i i quit my job which my friends and family were like what the hell are you talking about and i was like i got to just do this and i went traveling for a little bit and i moved back i came back to the us and uh just decided to move to LA I, again because I had an intuitive knowing. I had never been to LA before. I did not I have a I had a few friends from I high school that. and college here, but I was like for some reason I feel like I have to be in LA. There's something there for me and not only that, it was like getting out of my comfort zone. I needed to leave behind my comfort zone on the East Coast.
1: How now you speak so certain about these things is that does that certainly come in hindsight or in the moment where you like cool, I'm getting these pings. I just need to follow my intuition. The universe has my back. Like, how did it feel in the moment?
2: I love that question. No, no. I'm like the most neurotic Virgo (laughs) overthinker questioner. Like, is this right? Should I do this? It sometimes takes me a long time to make a decision. Um, Everybody makes decisions in different ways. Everybody's Again, everybody's blueprint is different. I have some Aries clients, Manifestor clients that like, they get a ping and they'll go. For me, it takes a little bit of time for me to process it and integrate it and feel it in my body, and then I'll take action. Um, I would say hindsight. Is there certainty? Absolutely, because I see the patterns that come together. Again, something interesting Mm -hmm. about this journey. Again, as I was doing this research and as I started learning about astrocartography, and astrocartography is built on top of astrology. Astrocartography is the astrology of physical location and place. And so it shows um, around the map and around the globe certain energies that you're swimming in in certain locations. L.A. happened to be the most activated place for me in the United States, which is – like analyzing it again now, it's exactly the energies that I needed to be swimming around in and experiencing to heal, to grow, to up level, to expand. So,
0: yeah. Wait, did you know that before you made the decision? Or then that no. was the validation afterwards? That was oh. the
2: validation afterwards.
0: Yeah. And then it's like you followed that energy and it was true. Exactly. Like, oh. what and proof? that's
2: what, yes. That's what helps us I... trust ourselves. That's what helps us trust our intuition, you know?
0: You're like building the muscle. Exactly. Intuition. Yeah. Because that's a big part of it that I always think about with this type of thing, right? Like you can sort of, you can let it guide you or you can sort of just let it, I don't know, give you hope or something. And then you just follow the energy, which is the ultimate thing. We have to learn to trust our intuition because we're never really going to know exactly. But to Mm -hmm. look back and have that validation is almost like, oh, that, that helps.
2: 1000%
1: yeah and that's where I mean I have so many questions for you around please I love the, questions. the birth <laughs> the birth chart work but let's explain yeah. r- like very quickly yeah. um for our audience what is what is a birth chart exactly
2: yeah so a birth chart is um in relation to astrology it is a an exact exact snapshot of the sky the planets the universe uh when we were born based off of the date that we were born based off of the time of day we were born and based off of the physical location that we were born so it is an exact snapshot of the energies that were swirling around in the universe when you were born it's it's i like to call it like the blueprint of your soul um some mm. people resonate with like operating manual if we want to think about it more in those terms yep yeah so
1: I yeah. love that. And let's let's go from the operating manual yeah. place because that feels very, feels very logical and grounded, right? And who doesn't yeah. want an operating manual? And kind mm-hmm. of for me, the experience was once I got this operating manual, and, and it's a lot of information. So I'm still, we've been working together for five or six months. I'm still mm-hmm. digesting it all. Totally. It's going to be a journey. But once I got this operating manual, it was like, what the fuck? Like why? Mm-hmm. How could I have known where I was going without this for thirty some years? Exactly. Um, so tell us a little bit about like what that what having that information can do for someone, or what you've mm. seen it do for your clients.
2: It's it's the most empowering, validating, confirming thing. And again, I'm speaking for that personally, and I'm speaking to all of the mm-hmm. clients that have given me that feedback as well. It's it it makes. It, it puts so much in perspective and things make sense. Like you yeah. look back on your life, you look back on your relationships, you look back on your interactions, you look back on the things that you were interested in, you look back on the things that happened to you and you're like, oh, it doesn't necessarily like explain it or it doesn't make, it doesn't validate it, but it, it puts it in context of understanding so that we have this level of awareness and consciousness and again, it then allows us to move forward in our lives in a way that is aligned for us so that we feel like we're fully lit up, like we feel like we're fully expressed in an authentic way. Um, yeah, it sort of it, it, it lifts the veil. That's one way to put it, you know?
1: Yeah, and I'll just share for some of my experience. It, I mean, it's the experience, again, in a few short months, it's mm-hmm. been a vast array of things, but just forcing me to recognize some of the stories my brain has been telling Mm -hmm. versus what Mm -hmm. I'm actually meant for what my blueprint actually says for anyone who knows a little bit about astrology out there I'm I'm a double cancer um so cancer cancer sun cancer moon Mm -hmm. and I'm an Aries rising um which is what everyone would guess is that I have fire in my, um, in my flow, but double water sign, cancer, I've never related to. I, we had this conversation when we first started talking. I was like, how mm-hmm. am I a double cancer? I'm not sensitive. I'm not, you know, I mean, Maddie, you can validate this, like probably more than most people that know me. Like,
0: The not- toughest woman. So that's what you give <laughs> off. You give off these like tough. Tough exterior which we talked mm-hmm. about this yeah i was like whoa brooke doesn't show stress she doesn't show mm-hmm. emotion like i wouldn't even know what she's going through mm-hmm. and now it's like her little baby is like coming out and she's mm-hmm. like now i get to reveal myself it's like i, I can let this emotion out Ah, uh, how, cool. how cool yeah
1: and yeah. it gave me the permission to be like oh no i actually am and want to be really soft and Mm -hmm. loving and show the people I care about love and affection. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be very weird for them, you know, other than my husband and my daughter, they see it on a very clear level, but like, it is going to be interesting for the people in my life who have seen this harder version of me. But it's like you said, it gives permission to Mm -hmm. live authentically and a question like, wait a minute, why? Why haven't I been? that way or what's been blocking and that was a huge thing for me blocking Mm -hmm. like oh i now see the walls i have up and now i can dig into the reason for those walls and Mm -hmm. finally work through letting them go and it's so freeing and transformative and like i could cry because it's just like man in a few short months like i've just stepped into a whole different version of myself that i'm so excited about and feel feels so much more natural and like in flow Mm -hmm. with the energy of the universe versus this like pushing Mm -hmm. and grinding energy that i had felt Mm
3: -hmm.
2: for
1: 30 some years
2: i see it in you i mean and that's yeah sorry just i see it in your energy and that's the one of the beautiful things that i in this work is i see i see my clients you know change and grow and progress and like you're you today are you're you're radiant? You're glowing. Look at you with your new, incredibly, um, cr- like, the pink hair is just. You've unlocked even a whole new level and phase of yourself, and it's just like so 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 incredible to see. And 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 you've done the work. You've done the work. Like that's the thing. It's like you know. It does. It does take some self reflection. It does take some integration. It does take some willingness to really look at the things that have been harder and darker. A lot of this is about integration, exactly like you just said. It's like, you know, there were parts of yourself, of your blueprint that you weren't utilizing and, and maybe they were mm-hmm. being rejected or maybe they were being hidden or maybe they were being protected from something that happened in the past or whatever it was, you know? And that's that's what we do in my work is, is kind of uncover those things in, into why. But this is about now living a fully integrated life, accepting all of us and again, it allows us to move forward in our life in alignment and with awareness, with a, a new level of consciousness and empowered, which I, I know you said earlier yeah. and I think is such an important part of this as well. So, yeah. Sorry, Maddie, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off before. Yeah.
0: No, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I see it too. I see it too. And stepping into motherhood, I think has been a, such a huge, it's softened you as mm-hmm. well. And you're like allowing yeah. that, letting it in.
1: Well, and that's something I want to talk about with the birth chart, you know, Mm -hmm. motherhood just opens you up in a whole different way and you see this human, you see this soul shaping into a human in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. And one thing it's really represented for me is like, holy shit, we start off perfect. Mm -hmm. Like all of us, Mm -hmm. we start off perfect. And then Maddie and I have talked about this a lot and stuff we're trying to break down then we're conditioned Mm -hmm. into. This version that we are now. And I've said many times along my journey like, man, I knew myself like when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I knew, I understood the world so much better. I knew so much more when I was younger. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And we're really lucky to be in, and, you know, in a time and a place and in a generation where we are digging into these things, asking Mm -hmm. the questions, we have the tools, we have. The learnings, we have the resources, we have the internet at our fingertips, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. All the things where we can start to ask the question and, and learn these things. And you had mentioned it before before, you look back and it all starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. But what about what power could there be in understanding your birth chart from day one?
2: Yeah. This is Tell me about this that. This is something because... that I'm incredibly passionate about. Um, and it was just just kind of, again, working through and thinking about, it's something I think about almost every day in my work um, because I think I also think that's part of what's going to be happening with this transition of Pluto into Aquarius and us coming into this new age of Aquarius which is about information and expansion and consciousness Um, it will change everything I mean, it will change everything, it'll change the way, it'll change society, it'll change the way that we live um, it'll be a more conscious and aware society. Um, I mean, ideally, less less war, less poverty, less mental illness. All of these things, because um, well, first first of all, just to go back a couple steps here, I think it all starts. It all starts with ourselves. So it's it's our you know it it starts within first, and mm-hmm. so then if we do decide to become parents, it's I think it's so important that. That's an important part of it. It's like you are now a conscious human and a conscious parent bringing a child into the world. And let's say if you know your child's blueprint, you – it. and again, it's, it's interesting. I don't view any of this as prescriptive. And so it should never be restrictive. It shouldn't ever be like, oh, well, my child is a Sagittarius, so they must do X, Y, right. and Z. right. Or they're a reflector, so they must act this way. It's more just so that you can offer support and love and care so that the child can grow and learn and develop knowing that it's like, they're perfectly designed as they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's my that. take on it. What do what's, you know, what, do, what's your, what are both of your takes on, on that?
0: Yeah. I think like it's, Just like understanding a child's like education style and how they receive information and how they need to be treated. Maybe they need things to be like really laid out clearly or maybe they just need to be given more freedom Mm -hmm. just to like play around and understand that more so you can give kids an opportunity to Mm -hmm. feel supported in the way that they need to learn and process the world so that Mm -hmm. they don't don't learn to think that they're dumb or they don't learn to think yeah. that they're naughty or all of these things where mm-hmm. actually if they were just understood they could mm-hmm. totally shine just for who they are and i think 100%. it takes us such a long time to learn that because we go through the pressures of school of being neat you should go to college and it's just those expectations mm-hmm. of all being like feeding the textbook mm-hmm.
1: yes sometimes with our parents in that generation and even the generation before that i'm just like what the fuck you guys like why <laughs> why did, were you this way and why did you treat us as kids this way
3: mm-hmm.
1: but i'm also you know also for our generation like those triggers that trauma is a catalyst for change and mm-hmm. you have to have some empathy or sympathy for them like they didn't have the tools a lot of it was survival mode like mm-hmm. we are in a time where We're not in survival mode, and how, or you know, most of us are have the luxury of not being. We know where we're gonna sleep. We know how we're gonna feed ourselves. We have Mm -hmm. the basics covered, and Mm -hmm. and so get to have the time and space to do this work. And so try to be Mm -hmm. more grateful for that than you know, annoyed at my parents and
3: family members.
1: (laughs) Um, But now having a kid and knowing how these tools have impacted me so much, and will continue to as I learn more about them and explore Mm -hmm. them there's no way I can't show her these things and mm-hmm. apply them to her and use the knowledge and tools in my parenting. And mm-hmm. I feel like anyone who's doing this work or on this journey will feel that same way. And so it's, it's just something that's going to happen. Kind of yeah. like you said, it's just going to happen naturally. Yeah. 100%. Like we are in a new time and mm-hmm. phase and chapter of mm-hmm. how things will work on this yeah. planet.
2: I some of my favorite sessions are actually with parents who want to talk about their children's birth chart and and blueprint because it's just so, it's so it's just so empowering and enlightening and so nice to be part of that process of conscious parenting and, um, knowing that that child is going to be supported the best that they can. But something interesting that I want to bring up that you mentioned earlier, it and and the older generations, you know, again with the invention of the internet, like we have access to information and people on such a wider scale that, mm-hmm. than they did that like it's almost impossible to fathom how much more information we have access to on this realm, in this world. And and it's funny because I've even been seeing it with my clients and in sessions, especially with people that are Gen Z. So clients that I have that are like 18 to... I, I'm not sure when the cutoff is, like maybe like 26 or something, 25, 26. They are very well versed in a mm. lot of these mo- in in psychology in in somatics and astrology like
3: yeah
2: it, it's it's fascinating having conversations with people that are that young that are so well versed in these modalities and it, cool. it's it's fascinating yeah it's really interesting so it's already happening you know it's already that's happening. cool yeah. Yeah.
1: Basically, by the time Bowie's my my daughter's generation gets to that stage, they're gonna be just like levitating across
2: mm-hmm. the earth. Totally.
3: <laughs> um,
0: Eric, is it that you think it keeps like each of these modalities keep developing, like more information comes out on it, or are there like new modalities coming out, or is this like the way it will always be? These modalities. I
2: think. Oh no, 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 no. Oh my God. I think it's all always changing. I mean, listen, there are parts of astrology that are so vital to it now that are, are still relatively new discoveries, you know? Um, like like Pluto is a relatively new discovery because it was just discovered not that long ago. Chiron is a relatively new discovery in astrology and astronomy. And so the way that those archetypes and patterns play out in the collective and on the individual are all new and constantly evolving. Human design is a very new modality yeah i believe it was channeled in um in about like 1987 or so i was
1: gonna say it was in the 80s right yes yes (laughs)
2: and now granted like it is based off of these ancient modalities such as astrology and the i Ching and Kabbalah and but the way that it was the way that he synthesized it um into this new modality is 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 new and um yeah, I think it will be constantly changing and evolving. I also draw on those aren't the only things that I draw on. Like again, I, I draw on things that I've learned over my whole journey of, of mm-hmm. this, and like the chakras and um, Buddhism and and um, energy work and somatics and things like that. So I I like to draw from a wide variety of resources. Um, and then the other thing I will say about that is like I'm still learning new things about my own birth chart. I think this yeah. is a constant journey of exploration. Right. Oh, yeah. You know. So,
1: yeah, but I yeah. love the way you work and that's why I feel so um so trusting and so safe in your hands and also like you know, I I don't use the term guru loosely. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I believe as you know, I believe we are each our own gurus, mm-hmm. but you you are a guru and that's the only word I can really come up with to fit what you do and the fact that you have such a broad compass to to explore and funnel everything through is is a really really incredible piece of your work. Mm-hmm. And also in your work you encourage your your clients to like here's the information
3: mm-hmm.
1: but it's up to you to to take what feels right and what feel what doesn't. It's not like you're coaching this is the direction that your life yes. needs to go and this is what you need to do. Yeah. And I really love that because it puts the power in Mm -hmm. where it should be, you know, in our hands. And, but it is a thing of like, Hey, there's no easy fix here. You Mm -hmm. have to show up. Mm -hmm. You can have the information. You have to show up and do the work to make the information work for you process the information. Like, and to your point, it is a forever journey. Yes. There's no like moment where you're like, cool. I'm good. I'm, I'm transformed. I'm evolved.
2: 100%. And I love I love that you said that. I think this is a really interesting topic because so we're there are there are what's called astrological ages and we are now coming They're around 2000 years long. So we're coming out of the age of Pisces and moving into the age of Aquarius. Oh,
3: cool.
1: So
2: here's the interesting thing. You know, the age of Pisces was the rise of all of these major world religions um you know that we've seen right now and and it was also the age of the guru and and sort of the theory behind it is that it was the age where we externalized our power we we gave our power to a guru or a religious leader or somebody outside of ourselves and you know there's you can debate until the day you know forever and whether that was successful or not successful or whatever we are moving into an era of time like you just mentioned where we are all meant to be our own guru and we are all meant to individuate and find our authenticity and find our power. So I resonate more with that. Like I I don't view myself as a guru whatsoever. I, I would more describe myself as like, a teacher or a guide mm-hmm. because exactly like you just said I don't first of all I don't want anybody I don't want anybody I don't want that power over anybody like that's <laughs> not my goal at all and, I, and like you mentioned like in the way that I work I don't tell people what to do which is a form of power you know and again that's I don't think that's helpful for my client and it's also not helpful for me it's right. just Um, a a way to teach and guide and show so that you feel empowered to make your own decisions that are correct and aligned for you. And I'm here as a guide and as a resource and a space holder and a teacher, you know.
1: The word, you know, we use the word empowered empowerment a lot, but it is such a a gift Mm. to feel empowered. And when you feel empowered, like there's nothing you can't do. Yes. Everything then becomes becomes figure outable.
3: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Um but to go back to I wanna like kind of put some bullet points to I know we we just talked about a you know a two two hundred year phase. Yeah. Let's dial it down to a one one year.
3: Yeah. Um
1: twenty twenty four and yeah. let's like put some bullet points, some digestible bullet points to what can the collect like what are the themes? yeah what can the collective expect um for this year
2: good question um there's a couple main overarching themes first of all 2024 is going to feel very different than the last four to five years thank god right thank god God. (laughs) thank god it's going to feel very different i'd say the overarching reason for that is because Pluto will be moving into Aquarius we have been being ground down to our foundations mm-hmm. with this Pluto transit over the last five years um so with it moving into Aquarius it will feel a lot lighter um less karmic less heavy uh the key th- one of the major key themes of this which we've all touched on a bit already is like Aquarius is the archetype of um, the genius, the innovator, the rebel, the iconoclast, the creative one, um, the one that's like revolutionary and progressive ideas um, concerned with like community and collective and humanity. And it's interesting because Aquarius has a dichotomy. While it is like somebody that or, or the archetype of, of being very concerned about like the community and the collective and humanity, it also is meant to be an individual So to Mm -hmm. find your truth, your authenticity, your individualism so that you can then bring that medicine back to the collective. So uh, we're going to start seeing people just kind of letting it rip. And and (laughs) like I I kind of I know like I've kind of been saying it's like a funny saying. It's like let your freak flag fly. Like who (laughs) are you? (laughs) What have you been hiding? What have you been repressing? This is really what we're breaking free from. Over the last fifteen years, and five years in particular. So,
1: dude, I am so excited because it brings me so much joy to see people authentically themselves, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the the beauty of this all. Like, the more we each can can dive into that authenticity mm-hmm. and like not be afraid to show it, then it just empowers the next mm-hmm. person to be like, "Oh shit, they're they're themselves." Like, mm-hmm. I can be myself too, and I I'm yeah. just so here for it.
2: It spreads like wildfire. And it's so funny because, again, I, I pay such a close attention to patterns. And whenever there's a big transit like this, I I start hearing people on online or social media or in the public start talking about these themes, even if they don't have a background in astrology. So so yeah. it'll like like it's for anybody listening, like pay attention to this now. And I've even noticed in the last week or two, there's so many people on social media that have been like, I don't really care anymore. I'm just going to talk. I'm just gonna share. Yeah. I don't need to be curated. This doesn't need to be perfect. Like I'm gonna yeah. just share whatever the heck is on my mind, and I think that's yes. incredibly freeing. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. So, well, how do you got, How do you two feel about that? Because you both have some some pretty some pretty potent Aquarian placements. Do you two feel ready for that? Do you two feel excited by that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maddie, you're an Aquarius rising and North Node. You're 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 meant to go even further into this direction. So, how do you? I'm curious to hear how you both feel about this this
0: just feels so aligned this just makes so much sense Mm -hmm. if to say that this is the year to just step into my power my voice like to Mm -hmm. be like care less about you know my how i'm viewed and Mm -hmm. just just really authentically be myself this feels like the year absolutely and leverage all the things like yeah leverage community and just like creativity and things that I didn't ever like focus on or see the importance of as much now I'm like mm-hmm. oh no that is mm-hmm. like that's where the joy comes from that's what mm-hmm. lights mm-hmm. me up yes. so yeah Eric everything you're saying is just like oh my gosh wow this is so validating because I knew yeah. there had to be something there had to be some sort of change and I'm already mm-hmm. feeling it I literally journaled about it last night I was like life feels so different now to how mm-hmm. life felt mm-hmm. a month ago and it's mm-hmm. like to think that, to, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we're moving into this, like into this year. It's like, oh my God, what is going to come? 100%.
2: I, I and, and trust that you will be, you will, you will see the effects of that, and there's different ways to communicate that, but, that you will be rewarded, that you will see more flow, that you will see more alignment, the more and more that you allow yourself to express in that incredibly authentic way. And, um, you know, again, looking at your blueprint, we talked about this the other day when we, you know, had our pre-meeting, you know, you have your Chiron in Cancer, which, you know, obviously means something, but your Chiron is also in the fifth house which is the house of Leo, which is the house of creative expression. Now, for everybody listening, Chiron is an important part in the blueprint. It shows where we come into this life with a karmic wound. But it's a karmic wound we are meant to heal, so that not Mm -hmm. only does it become medicine and a gift for ourselves but it becomes medicine and a gift that we get to offer to other people as well so it's something that we are meant to look at and transmute and then it becomes a huge asset for us and so um maddie yours is in the fifth house of leo which is all around heart-centered creative expression so again the more and more this year that you really lean into just sharing authentically and from the heart you will be going through this massive transmutation and, and shift. Um, and, and it'll be really interesting to see. So, this...
1: And I've witnessed Maddie prepping for this the past yeah. few months, whether she's known it or not. You know, There was some trauma, some really hard trauma to get through. And seeing the way she handled it and how she knew everything was going to be good on the other side and knew that it was a moment to address some things and get ready for transformation
3: mm-hmm.
1: is really cool. And like, look, we decided to start a podcast like we are here we are ready to show up as ourselves we're stepping into it you know we're Mm -hmm. not fully like perfect or -hmm. like you know fully grounded or understanding in what's coming but we are ready to show up and we're here for it Um, and for me personally last year was so traumatic and Mm -hmm. transformative
2: 2023 was insane for anybody listening just validation 2023 was freaking intense for everybody so if you had a rough 2023 where it was intense like you're not what alone you by any yeah yeah you're not alone yeah. yeah 2024
1: is the year the universe apologizes and makes it up to us <laughs> yes um, Literally. but yeah i feel like kind of like the phoenix rising out of the the mm-hmm. ashes moment coming i'm mm-hmm. not there yet mm-hmm. um but you know like 2023 was like treading water thinking i was going to drown several times like Mm -hmm. gaining my strength and now i've like washed up on the beach and it's like (laughs) whoa Mm
2: -hmm. i'm on this
1: beautiful island like what what could it have in store for me yeah and that feels and and that's a credit to just like being aware yes showing up listening to intuition like getting through the hard stuff Mm -hmm. you know my kind of mantra for last year was like the only way out is through
2: that's and it i mean that's, that's the mantra yeah yeah
1: through sucked okay yeah. through sucked
2: it um, sucks it's hard
1: but the yeah. other side of it for anyone who's treading water right now feels like they're drowning is down a deep dark hole like there mm. there will be another side and yeah. man you'll be so grateful like the triggers yeah that happened for me this past year like mm-hmm. i never would have thought i'd say this but like I'm thankful for them Mm. um
2: yeah there's a there's a lesson there's always a lesson there yeah
1: yeah yeah and you mentioned Chiron Mm -hmm. I want to talk to so these are some newer things you know I think a lot of people in Australia like look it's 2023 everyone knows their Sun sign Mm -hmm. um I believe Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and like the moon and the rising probably kind of or people are starting to get to know but Mm -hmm. when in our work together chiron
3: Mm -hmm.
1: the south node and the north node have Mm -hmm. been things that are brand new to me and things that are like holy shit like i i kind of need to to know these yeah um you know these are great tools to for progress and and for understanding so could you you mentioned chiron can you Mm -hmm. just do like one more like you know high level um share on what chiron is and how it could help someone
2: Absolutely. And then I'd love
1: to hear about the south node and the north node.
2: One hundred percent. I mean, uh, those the those three kind of points or placements. I I say in my sessions, like they're arguably the most important points in not only all of astrology, but the blueprint in general across all of these mm. different modalities because they are such, Chiron is sort of this key, and it's interesting because this the actual, the symbol of Chiron is, it looks like a key. So it's sort of like a key to understanding the blueprint and the birth chart, sort of the key, to, one of the keys to understanding your operating manual because mm-hmm. again, what it is, is it shows where we come into this life with a karmic wound. And so what, what that means is, is it like What's painful for us? What feels like a wound? What feels like a block? What feels scary? So for instance, um, Chiron and Gemini, like and again, this this plays out in in all different ways. It depends on what the sign is and what the archetypes of the sign and also the house placement. So it's nuanced, but you know there's it's it's so important to learn. So like let's say Chiron and Gemini, that would mean that there's a karmic wound around using your voice and expressing freely and authentically. And that's actually, that's, yeah, it's, it's a placement that shows up quite often. Um, But, but what that does is it allows us to examine it. It's like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. how has that, and this is what I, this is part of what I do in my work is, you know, I don't just recite what these placements mean. It's so important to put it in the individual context of the human that I'm working with and their own lived experience. Yeah. So It's like, okay, well, how did this show up for you? How did this wounding or block around using your voice show up for you specifically in your life? And that's what really helps lead to clarity and illumination, you know? Absolutely. So I find it really important to dive into the Chiron placement, really kind of go under the surface there of, like, where those blocks and wounds show up in your life so you can really understand them clearly. And then, you know we talk about like, okay, well, what are some things that you can do to start transmuting this so that you can heal this this karmic wound, heal, heal this block, and not be have this fear? Yeah.
1: The value in just ag- acknowledging, like just having the information and acknowledging mm-hmm. has been some of the biggest value for me. And I believe my Chiron is in Gemini, right? Yeah, so it is in Gemini. Yeah. You know,
2: I actually have so, that one too. I, I share that okay. one with you. So yeah.
1: So that's Mm -hmm. around voice and and using your voice authentically and Mm -hmm. clearly. And Mm -hmm. so now that I know that I can bring attention to when that's happening, when I'm feeling insecure around that Mm -hmm. or thinking about ways of like how I practice to get better at that, obviously starting a podcast, I'm like, cool, Mm -hmm. this is really going to have me face my Chiron Mm -hmm. issues dead on and Mm -hmm. work on those. So the, just like, being able to have the information um, mm-hmm. and acknowledge it is is a super incredible tool. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to figure out their Chiron they could look at their birth chart and yes. and you know the, i honestly the best way to do it is working with you because like you said there's so many nuances but like mm-hmm. hey let's have a simple starting place I'm, I'm our listeners are listening and they want to know you know they're going to hear this information and want to know immediately yeah. how do I find my Chiron can you just tell tell them how to do that right
2: Oh now? yeah absolutely I mean there's a couple of different tools and websites that you can look up online um and even apps I really like astro.com Um, it's sort of an older school website, but it's very, very accurate. So it's astro.com and then you go to Natal Chart Ascendant. It's sort of like on the drop-down menu, and then you just type in your information and all of your placements will show up there. Um were you gonna say
1: something? It's so it's so perfect, but it's so old school. Like, dude, was that website built in like 1994 and they haven't changed it since? Like nineteen (laughs) ninety
2: one, (laughs) probably.
1: So it was the first website on the internet. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, one of the first. But I do really like it. I think the accu- the information is super accurate. That's also where you can yes. look up your astro cartography as well, just for anybody interested in that. Um, again, the website is kind of old and weird to navigate, but you go to under the tab AstroClick Travel that will bring up your astrocartography map. Um, also, there are, some, there are some apps that are more current that I like. Um, <laughs> t- Time Passages is actually a really great app to learn more about your placements, and that will actually give you more information about all of your placements. So that's one that I really highly recommend um, as well. So And then again, a good old Google search. Chiron in Gemini, what does that mean? Yep. Chiron yep. in the fifth house, yeah, what does that point. mean? Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of different avenues that you can go about researching this and it's so it's so
1: fun it's so fun to learn like is there anything like you know we're all a little self-absorbed if not fully self-absorbed like is there anything more fun or interesting than learning about yourself no no
2: not much (laughs) yeah not much (laughs) it's fascinating yeah Yeah. Um, it's fascinating
1: okay now tell us about the South Node and South Node and the North Node, because yes. um, you know you shared that was one of the things I really wanted you to share with Maddie um, yeah. for her her personal journey. Um, mm-hmm. the, understanding those have, have been so valuable to me as well.
2: Yeah. So um, the North Node and the South Node show. Um, Our soul's evolutionary path or our life evolutionary path again there's whatever lens you want to look at this through whether it's a more spiritual way or whether it's more of a um you know kind of logical grounded like operating manual manual type of way it shows it shows where we're starting from and it shows where we're going so um the south node is uh sort of our karmic inheritance it shows the energy the archetypes the patterns that we have l- the the roles that we have lived out in many previous lifetimes and early on in this lifetime. So again, learning about the South Node is incredibly illuminating because you're like, oh, that's why I like this thing. That's why I've been acting this way. That's why these patterns have shown up in my life. Um, and so we, we all kind of have to go on this hero's journey, heroine's journey to stretch outside of our South Node comfort zone. I say comfort zone in quotes because sometimes the South Node comfort zone is like, yeah, it's easy, it's cool, and I kind of just want to hang out here. And sometimes it's like really traumatic and hard, but we stay there because it's what we know, you know? Right. Yeah. Right.
1: It's to me, it's like a representation of old patterns, right? Yes. And it's like this is what I know. So this is the patterns I'm in. Mm Mm-hmm until for me for example i got to a place in life where it's like i can't live this way anymore yeah i didn't know that i didn't know like hey i'm done with my south node ready to move toward Mm -hmm. my north node but Mm -hmm. i knew like man the way that things Mm
3: -hmm. the
1: way that i've lived and the way i've done things like is not working anymore i need a change and that's the journey to the north node right I,
2: i love the way that you put that because it's like if you if you're feeling lost and if you feel like things are no longer working that the north node is like the beacon of light it's like the soul's or life's you know, like lighthouse of what we're moving towards. So I love the, that the yeah. North node is our Dharmic path where, where we're heading. Um, I, I sometimes like to say, you know, it's the reason that we're here. It's the reason that we're in this body, in this incarnation, in this lifetime with this highly unique blueprint full of all of these gifts at our disposal. Um, it's because our soul wants us to evolve into and experience this North node energy, which is new for us. So it will feel exciting it will feel aligned, we will feel lit up by it. There's always this sort of intuitive pull towards it. And so we do again have to go on this hero's journey to stretch outside of our south node comfort zone and on that journey, on that path, we do face fears, triggers, blocks, wounds that help us grow in awareness and consciousness to help us align and embody our north node. which will, again, just provide such a a sense of like path and purpose and empowerment in this lifetime, so.
1: Look, is there any way to cheat the system? Like, (sighs) okay, it's too late for me. I'm not asking for myself because it's too late. Like I'm I'm doing, done the work. Uh Like I'm, Uh you know, it's too late in life. But like, what if you, you know, if you knew your North Node from a young age and you're like, cool, I'm going to let go of all the South Node stuff now when I'm 14 and just like do things that get me toward my north node like and cool, I don't have to face the trauma, the triggers,
3: the,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all of the things that previous generations had, I'm just gonna uh, live my life and be in flow.
2: Yeah, I. well, first of all, yes. I think, listen, Any if you have this level of awareness and education, is it gonna put you ahead of the game 1000%? But I also do think it's interesting because again, certain certain things certain life events do happen based on certain ages and transits. so is a 14 year old gonna be like okay i know that i'm gonna exactly follow my my north node and my south node here like some might but others might be like no get out of here i'm just gonna live my life like what are you talking about you know good
0: point, good point. So, yeah. no but i'm yeah. just saying but what were you gonna say maddie yeah well as a kid you just don't have that kind of awareness and you just yeah. have to go on the journey you have to yeah. learn like we mm-hmm. wouldn't get to where we are without the hard times like the fact that we can look back on 2023 and be like that's felt like a shitty year and there were some uh-huh. really big challenges it has yeah. led us to where we are today to be able to show up with the strength that we have so it's like one- it just shapes us and we have to do it
2: one thousand percent and um Again, what we were talking about earlier in regards to if you're a parent that that understands your child's blueprint and birth chart, I'd say the biggest benefit of that is that you're just showing your child unconditional love and acceptance and that they are okay and loved no matter what and that you understand their inherent Mm -hmm. design and they're free to live that out, obviously with your guidance and support. but like, And so that in and of itself is incredibly freeing, you know, to align with your path and your purpose you know
1: yeah absolutely i i kind of struggle with this thing that you know maddie brought up and i and i even said a few times is like this pride around strength Mm -hmm. and being Mm -hmm. strong and being resilient that we all have Mm -hmm. and i just you know wonder what your thoughts are on like is it required is strength required for the human experience
2: that's a very good question um i would say yes my in in all of my years of research and and self-work and even working with clients and listen i'm i think there's nuance around the way that we can talk about that like what is strength is it what does strength mean is it is it fortitude is it grit is it resilience I think somewhere in that spectrum of understanding of it, yes, I do think that is, is, is a very necessary, important part of this journey and process in life. Because, listen, we, you know, there's, there's different theories about why we're here and what the purpose of life is. And, you know, part of this purpose of life is that we do go through these challenges and these hard things and these Um, experiences because what we're doing is we're evolving and we're growing in awareness and we're growing in consciousness. Um, And so it does, like you mentioned, like the only way out is through, it does take strength and grit and resilience and trust to know that you can get through these things and move forward in your life. And that's my deep belief in all of this. That's my deep belief in life. That's what I've, that's part of my core value life philosophy after all of this work and research is that like we can do this, we can change, we can grow, we can feel aligned, we can feel joy, we can feel love, you know? So
1: now let me ask you this. Yeah. What if this this is all coming to me in real time, so yeah, bear with please. me. No, I love it. What if that is the story that our generation needs to to evolve, to get through this? what if that's a story that doesn't need to be true for future generations Mm -hmm. like and and i don't expect you to have an answer to this because Mm -hmm. (laughs) what how would we we don't have a crystal ball but yeah i think it'll be fun to keep an open mind to especially someone like you who is like doing seeing the work every single day like Mm What if we don't have to pass that down to future generations? And, like, you don't have to have fortitude, strength, grit, mm-hmm. resilience to get mm-hmm. through this human experience. You can be in flow always. Yeah. You can be in flow always. You can be at peace, and everyone can be in flow and at peace. And mm-hmm. it's just this whole different way of being, looking at life experience. Yeah. You know?
2: Absolutely. What, what if that were I think that's what a super if that was interesting thought experiment. I think it's a super interesting thought experiment. I, I think right now, based on where we are in terms of, like, human consciousness and, and, and the way that we act with human nature, I think that's something that can be, like, a guidepost that we want to work toward. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, what if we can work towards that? Now, having said that, like, another part of this is that we do, like – we do have to be realistic about life and human nature because again, even if there is this extremely high level of awareness and consciousness and embodiment and integration of it, um, that, that there, I, I have, like there will still be heartbreak. There still will be unkindness. There still will be, you know, fighting over survival and resources at least, at least right now, you know, maybe not in the future. You know so it's it's just interesting i think it's a i think it's an important thought experiment and i think it's an important aim to be like well how conscious can we get how aware can we get how aligned can we all get so that we can work towards this this you know ideal yeah yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. it'll be interesting to see the how things can evolve in our lifetime i don't think we'll get to the flow flow state or world peace that i'm talking about but I wonder if we can remove. The strength piece might be might be truth. It might Mm -hmm. be our truth, Mm -hmm. but it might be a storyline and a truth that we don't have to pass down.
2: Totally.
0: I don't know. Totally. (laughs) When you when you speak about strength, what do you mean? Like in this instance, like is it just like the strength to just like continue on and, and this like hustle culture or something? Just this like always having to kind of be show up and like put on this tough exterior and stay strong and stay brave and like act like everything's okay.
1: Are you asking me or Eric?
0: Well, you seem very opinionated about this strength.
1: I do. I know. Wow. I'm sorry guys. I guess I,
2: I think it's it's cool. I think it's a cool thought. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think it's a trigger for me and you know, I've I've been thinking a lot about stories, stories we tell the stories we tell ourselves Mm. and for a lot of us, and even in my communication in, in this episode, I've like shown this pride and strength. Yeah. And I just, I guess, my thought process here was just like, what if we all weren't so proud of being strong, mm. you know? Or what if we didn't lead? Like, what if that wasn't like a um, something that shaped who we are, our personality? It wasn't something mm. we sh- we talked about outwardly. It wasn't like a. You know, you think of the things that our parents passed down to us that we're, like, trying to shed and and break through, you know, one one of them for me is, like, this idea of, like, and for so many of us is, like, you have to work hard to have, like, any Mm -hmm. validation. Like, if you, you know, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: if you're not working hard, you're not, you're not worthy. You don't have this validation. And so being very conscious of the stories I passed down to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Who right now is just this vessel of joy, peace, beauty, so f- in fricking in flow with life,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and really sad around our society's pride around mm-hmm. strength, and even us, we're having this very elevated conscious conversation and mm-hmm. strength and pride around strength has come up so much, and it's like, yes, do we use that language to validate us on the other side of hard things? Mm-hmm. You know, and make us feel better or less sad or less heartbroken about the hard things we've gone through. But like, hey, at least I'm strong now on the other side of this.
2: I think this is such a beautiful part of the conversation. I think it actually, I think it makes complete sense. I think it also goes back to what we were talking about earlier a little bit, Brooke. And and even, yeah, I mean, it goes back to you know, let's even just say using the example of your of your blueprint and what you mentioned earlier, like you know, your Aries and and how you've really leaned into that like warrior, strong. Archetype, and that there were the parts of the Cancerian archetypes where, which is a water sign, which is more soft, which is more um, emotion based, that weren't necessarily as integrated within you. And so I think uh, I, what I'm sort of downloading from what you're talking about, which I think is so fascinating and a beautiful part of this conversation, it's like it's it's almost like the acknowledgement that like it's okay to be both, because I think we do need both i think Mm -hmm. i think strength is a beautiful thing but i don't think it should be the only thing i think that we can also and should also acknowledge and integrate and be soft and emotional and that it's okay to go through periods of weakness it's we all go through that yeah so uh, that's just what's kind of downloading for me
1: replace this language for me either of you whichever of you comes so i've had You know very very back of my head this voice that came from my parents my family and i'm sure you guys will all be familiar with life is hard Mm
3: -hmm. life
1: is hard Mm. and i do not want to pass that down to my kid and i do Mm. not want to live that way Mm. so what's some language that we can replace it with and believe because that's a very believable statement right
3: Mm. life
1: is hard life kind of reinforces that pretty often mm-hmm. um or can there's certainly hard things happen in life but mm-hmm. like what's something we can do to let go of that statement and replace it with that's mm-hmm. just as believable but is like so much more joyful and exciting and and more real
2: mm. i love that maddie do you want to go first or <laughs> oh I it's so many things are... yeah
0: no different things are coming and it's like how can you i mean you could just flip it right it's just like Mm -hmm. life is beautiful life is like what you make it but then Mm -hmm. it's like that's so hard to just say that when like people do face really hard things and you can't always pick what will happen to you Mm -hmm. you know then like something awful will happen in your life and it's like foof but it's like it's a it's a learning and it's like there's just growth in it so it's like hard doesn't mean bad, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the word expansive comes to me. It's just like, it's kind of just like, it's developing and it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting.
2: Well, I think that's like, you know, we're here, we're here to grow into an exp that's part of like this whole soul journey that we're on, you know? And so the things that have been hard, are also leading to expanded consciousness, which also expands our capacity to love and accept ourselves and others. I, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's. I'd be interested to hear from our community if anyone wants to DM if you have the perfect line mm-hmm. for me. The just my theme of the year and what came to mind for me. I've been saying to myself, you know, and I haven't put the word life in there, but maybe I will now. Life is limitless.
2: Mm. I love that. And
1: that feels, it feels powerful, it feels big, and it feels good, and it feels like it kind of can encompass all the things that life Mm -hmm. throws at us. Like there are limitless possibilities kind of in every direction. Mm -hmm. And now we strengthen our, strengthen ourselves to prepare for that limitlessness and whatever Mm -hmm. direction it, it throws at us.
2: I love that. And here's also the thing. I think it's, what's beautiful is that we all get to define our own story, you know, like what's our own mindset. Like not everybody has to have Mm -hmm. the same, you know, not everybody does have the life is hard story. Not everybody has the life is limitless story. We all get to choose. I was, I think that's another theme for 2024 with this Pluto into Aquarius. And then we also have Jupiter, which um, is expansiveness, optimism, abundance, amplification. It's moving into Gemini in May. Gemini does is an air sign that rules the mind. It rules thinking, speaking, communicating. It rules stories. So there's a really big opportunity this year to have all of us be able to rewrite any old stories or limiting beliefs that are no longer yeah. working to choose the new ones. So I think that's part of this, is that knowing that we can rewrite and we can choose and that I do think it is daily active work to keep choosing the new story. Yeah. To keep choosing yeah. that I'm I'm choosing to view life as limitless. Um for me, when you ask that question and, and I think I think my story that I've been been evolving into is life is a gift. Life is a gift. Yes. Like, that's, that's,
1: that's good. That's, that's why you're that's why you're you. Wow. <laughs> Good well, I just, well <laughs> I just. It.
2: I Well, you know, it's a it's 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 a gift. Like we we get to be here. It's act. It's part of the journey to experience the full range of the human experience and emotions, from the hardest of the hard to the lightest of the light and the most love. Like that is what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. It is. it is a in my view it's a it's a gift to be able to experience that mm. to to grow to expand our awareness and consciousness and to choose to live in a frequency of love
0: yeah when you can see it like drop yeah thanks. wow Mic drop that's thanks that's like thanks. perspective changing because it's yeah. like a gift so you mm-hmm. can Handle things that you face along the way, and you can appreciate mm-hmm. the beauty in it because it's like it's mm-hmm. all just part of it. It's okay. It's part like, of how it. lucky am I that I get to be here and experience exactly,
2: this. exactly,
0: exactly. Yes, gratitude.
2: I oh. love that.
1: What's your purpose in life as you know it today, Eric? Ooh,
2: coming out with the hard question. You know, just, just
1: a simple question for you.
2: Um, what is my purpose as of today? Um I think my purpose is to um I think my per it's a, I think it's a multi-layered approach I think my purpose is to continue my growth and my evolution. I think my purpose is to be of service to myself and to humanity I think um my purpose is also to be very present and uh and hopefully transmit um loving awareness to people around me. So.
1: And you're doing Mm. it, sir. I'm trying.
2: I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying. Thanks.
0: I mean, you are doing Uh. a great job. You have such an electric personality and it's, you're so, you feel so comforting to talk to. It's like, Eric's got it. Like, he's like, you're helping people. I feel it. Thank you. I'm,
2: I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best here. You know, again, like I, I know I don't have it all figured out. I don't like I don't know if I ever will have it all figured out. If any of us mm-hmm. will ever have it all figured out. All I know is that I'm passionate about doing my best to try to understand and try to raise awareness and consciousness and to also help other people on that journey so that they can also feel a sense of alignment, purpose and and self-love.
0: So. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Eric, we've got one final question for you.
2: Yeah. Fire this is away. A question
0: we, we like to ask at the end of the podcast. Okay. Can you give us a word or a sentence for each, mm-hmm. <clears throat> for your past self, your mm-hmm. present self, and your future self? A word or sentence that describes each of these yeah. stages.
2: Okay. I would say past self is an insatiably curious seeker wanting to understand myself, people around me and the world around me. Whoa. I would say that. <laughs> yeah. And it, and that's that is how my past self played out. Like I I truly was incredibly curious all the time. Mm. Curious
1: people are the best. They're my favorite. <laughs> like what yeah. what are you doing in life if you are not curious and seeking? Yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And thank you for saying that because I think when I was a kid, I annoyed my parents to death by asking them a million and <laughs> one questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think curiosity and and being open to learn is 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 a beautiful thing for all of us to cultivate. So, mm-hmm. um, I'd say present um, is embodiment, integration, presence. Um, being a teacher and a guide and of service, I'd say that probably most accurately describes my present experience. Mm. Um, and then future, future, hopefully just an expansion of that. I would say the words that come to mind are um, impact, uh, spreading loving awareness, somebody that helps people, um, grow and evolve and also, again, know that they are here for a reason. Because again, I know life can, can feel hard. I think we a lot of us have had that story and have experienced things, but like that that life is a gift and that we are all here for a reason and for a purpose and that we can come out of whatever hard situation or mindset or experience that we've gone through and transmute it and find alignment, purpose, joy, and a fulfilling life. I I, I truly believe that and i hope future me is just expanding on that you know even further and hopefully having a wider impact on that so
1: eric you are living your future self and like it's only going to get better and more expansive and yeah what what we really need is just more people to have access to you and your process so thank you can you tell the people where, Mm -hmm. where they can find you?
2: 100%. Well, thank you for, for giving me a platform and thank you both for being such beautiful, expansive, expansive expander club, Mm -hmm. expansive mirrors (laughs) and, and humans who are also on the path of, um starting these conversations and having this platform it's it's incredibly powerful and meaningful so thank you to both of you um thank you. the main way to get in touch with me right now is is through Instagram um I'm at the unlock method on Instagram um I will have uh links up there to get in contact with me to book a session to email me um but there are there are some relatively immediate plans to expand and and who knows get my get my work out there on a wider scale so so keep, I'm
1: so ready for this for yeah. you. Like you, Whoa. yes, yes. Yeah. The world is ready for you. Your time. You <sighs> have just. You are and have such a gift. And like, let's blow it up. Everyone. Everyone needs it. to know about this. Yeah. Um. Oh, gosh. Thank it's you. You've been such a gift in my life. I'm so, so grateful that that Maddie gets to experience you in our Thank community you. now. Gets to experience you my and. Friend. Thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for being you. Thank you for, you know, all that you bring to the world.
2: Thank you. Thank you both for being you. And I am immensely grateful for this experience. So thank you.
0: All right. All right. Thank you, Eric. That was amazing. We loved having you and hearing everything you had to share. Just a reminder, everyone, you can go and follow Eric on Instagram at the unlock method and then also the expanders club on Instagram. Follow us. And of course you we would love your support to follow us on your platform of choice to listen Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And personally you can follow us on our Instagram. I'm at Madeline underscore Lucy.
1: And I am at Brooke Underscore Harris official. We love you guys. We hope you enjoy this one. Share it with a friend. Look up your Chiron, look up your North Node, South Node. Have some fun with it. And we'll see you next time.
0: See you next time. <laughs>